Hey, Nitin, thank you so much for doing this today. So I have already introduced you to our audience. They know about your professional journey so far as much as I know. And to okay. start off this call, we would like to understand if you could tell us a little bit about your professional journey. How did you end up in US and how did you end up working at Facebook and what's that entire journey been like? We can start from there and then move on to more specific questions. Sure, sure. So uh, I did my undergrad back in India. And after that, uh, I wanted to work for, I wanted to come to US, but at that time I got like few uh, opportunities back in India. So I picked up Accenture at that time to work and uh, I've worked for around uh, three years with Accenture. And this is, was the time when I was like professionally, you know, learning about the things because at that time, so far, I was like student, don't know how to, you know, uh, have like a professional way of communication and things like that. So I've learned a lot. That was my first step towards professionalism at that time. Uh, after that, uh, after three years, I just wanted to, you know, uh, broaden my scope about the systems and things like that and how I'm able to uh, incorporate all these different uh, technologies together and uh, in order to understand the whole system as a whole, I want I was looking to do some kind of a professional training. And at that time, I just thought it's better to do the masters because, uh, you know, still bachelor is not uh, something that can uh, keep you in a longer way. So you need to do something more. Uh, and that's why I decided that I'll go for my masters. Um, I did my masters from Texas A&M at that time. And uh, while I was in uh, doing my master's, I got an internship uh, with Bank of America at that time. And they also offered me the full time. Uh, and uh, so I just accepted the offer and, you know, spent like around four and a half years with, with the bank. And uh, so I never decided about going to Facebook, never, because uh, I was always been a very, very average student. Uh, so... It's just that there was pandemic and I got a lot of time to work on certain things, which which we'll talk about uh, in later uh, session. But um, yeah, so uh, I took that opportunity of uh, learning about different things that could get me into Facebook. I applied multiple companies uh, and uh, yeah, when Facebook got me, got me an offer, I was like, I did not, you know. It, it it was like dream come true for me. So, yeah. So, and then I joined Facebook and I've been with Facebook since then. Fantastic. It sounds like quite a, quite a ride. Right? Your profession portfolio is very, very, uh, very impressive on that level, right? It's all, all the big names in the industries that you work with. It was pretty cool. I do want to understand from you that one thing that's very important. So, what we like to talk about over here is things that go beyond technical stuff. So one is, of course, that your education, your skills are technical in nature, right? Into data engineering and everything. But if you could contribute or attribute any skills that go beyond your technical learning, that is not only helping you currently at Meta, but that has helped you throughout your journey. Any skill that you can, or not even a skill, but even an attribute that you can talk about beyond the technical stuff. Sure. So it, it might sound very cliche, but uh, my answer to this is uh, simplicity. 
like simplicity in terms of explaining the technical concepts simplicity in terms of uh uh just having a regular you know communication now uh, i wanted to talk about like for example in an interview right when uh like companies like facebook or amazon they interview you uh you think they will ask you a lot of you know technical nitty gritties and you know you need to you know sound very technical and things like that but it's just that if you could explain uh things whatever they are they are asking you in a very simpler terms uh that would go a long way because uh simplicity here matters you know uh they go deep into technical uh systems and assets and things like that but if you uh you just try to explain things in a very simpler terms that is very easy to understand not just for the technical person but any you know layman uh then that would go a long way so i would say just be be simple about it uh just say what is like what the question has been asked and that's it yeah you know actually i was doing some research on this as well a long back long back and i and i don't know if they still do it but i remember apple has this one question which is how would you explain programming to a five year old in an actual right. discussion right so uh, it's 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 nice that you use simplicity that's a very rare people usually go for terms like honesty sincerity and all of that stuff but simplicity is such an underrated skill especially in a technical world overall Mm-hmm. that's fantastic one thing that we noticed is that when it comes to things beyond the technical the power of mentors or not even a mentor but someone who was just there at the right place at the right time for you who helped open an opportunity door or who just was there to show you a different perspective right that seems to have had tremendous shifts in people's professional journeys So mm-hmm. I want to know: Have you ever had that experience? Have you ever had a person like that? Could be a boss, could be a family member, or a friend, or just someone random that has helped you in your career in a way that oh, you know, this I I could have never studied something like this. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I had a uh, I, I had a boss uh, in Bank of America. So he was a mentor to me, not just not just my boss. And the reason is. Uh, he he was he he would never be very you know like a bossy kind of a person uh and um, he was genuinely interested in my career you know so sometimes you will see okay bosses are trying about you know elevating you learning about new things because it could be helpful for them but that that specific person that i'm talking about who was my boss in bank bank of america he was genuinely interested in my career and which which means that even he wanted to he had to lose me at that time he he was okay with that because he was she genuinely wanted me to succeed uh so i would like completely attributed my success to that that person i remember when i joined bank uh even even like uh, i worked previously in accenture it was very difficult me to you know accustom to the different ways of working bank was completely different a uh, lot of autonomy and things like that and there was a time when i felt you know it's it's getting difficult maybe i should go back or i don't know like you know sometimes you you lose that motivation and at that time i i just spoke to him and he said uh it's it's not like that you are you are just doing fine and these things will come 
there would be a time when you'll have the you know self doubt and things like that but just keep going because you're doing a tremendous work now just like when someone some person with that stature says you that you know you're doing wonderful just keep keep doing it i'm very happy with you that actually helps me to you know increase my confidence and you know do a lot of things more than i'm capable of so that uh, that was like very important for me that mentorship yeah and even today like uh, in facebook uh, whenever uh, i feel low i just i just talk to him and he you know he gives me the motivation that i need oh you're still in touch with him i'm still in touch with him yeah got it yeah. got it so he's think a mentor is something that you know, no matter wherever you are uh, whatever your profession is or which company you are in mentor is always constant so Nice, fantastic, yeah, fantastic. What about in you know when it comes to working in uh in IT or in tech, right? Which is the space you are in. The one thing that we have come across very very often is a lot of situations that can get difficult where we can't solve it using maths or using science or using engineering, right? There are certain problems which are just so human in nature. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you what is your take on the importance of communication skills in the in the tech world and when i say communications i don't mean oh amazing public speaking and everything but more to the point that you spoke about which is simplicity right that's a communication skill in itself so what type of communication skills would you say to someone who's looking to get into it or into tech and especially with a big company like the one you're working with what 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 do you think they should hone in themselves so that they have a higher chance of not just getting into such places but succeeding in them as well mm-hmm. um if i understood your question correctly you mean uh what communication skills a person needed apart from just like normal you know stage presentation and things like that that could yes, help them yes, correct okay so uh i would say listening is very important again it's a, it's a bit cliche but listening is the most important thing for like any technical person you know 90% of the work is is about listening if you listen correctly then you need to do like half of the work then you're not listening to things so for example when you are in a meeting or you uh, you know talking to your boss or someone and uh, if you're listening correctly and listening does not mean just like listening the words but just you know understanding the body languages and things like that it could help you to prioritize your work and things like that right you will uh, in meta like everything is very urgent right everything is like top priority but you need to understand how to prioritize things based on you know understanding what person is saying what their body language is and things like that and this is something that i i learned more on like facebook side so this is, i'm just telling from the facebook perspective i'm not sure how does it work in like in other firms but i think uh, listening understanding what does other person actually need it and what's the urgency of it that helps you to you know prioritize things fantastic yeah i think i don't think listening is cliche as as a skill right it's something that is i think quite what you said uh, when, because when we ask the question about communication skills it's usually around things like oh you know you should have a good as you mentioned good public speaking skills good presentation skills and all of that stuff but and it's always from perspective of speaking right good vocabulary and everything but 
about 80% of communications is attributed towards good listening. So it's fantastic that you said that. I want to go back to the interview that you had mentioned, right? About about companies like Amazon, Meta, or whatever, like any of these big tech companies that are there, or any tech company as such. What was the interview process like for you? Was it something that was it was very difficult? It was something that stressed you out? Was it something unexpected completely? What were what were your thoughts and how did you prepare for that interview as well? Sure. So uh, I can talk about my uh, interview experience with Facebook. Uh, it's meta now, but it was Facebook at that time. Um, so it was more like uh, so they have like a uh, specific, uh, I would say, structure of how they do the interview process, right? So before the interview, the recruiter will call you and they will, you know, tell you about like, this is going to be the structure, you know, and, you know, the questions will be asked on this topic and things like that. Like a very generic ones, right? And uh, what they are expecting is that uh, they, they won't ask you about like all those, you know, so I'm, I'm using a little bit of technical uh, language here, but they won't ask you about, you know, all those cool languages and technology, you know, pro like cool programming languages and things like that. They will ask you a very basic programming language, uh, which is like Python and SQL, which is like one of the like, you know, building block for any programming languages. And what you need to know is like understanding the language basics. That's very important. As I said, simplicity. So uh, you do not need to go and, you know, do like, create like LLM models and things like that. No, I'm, I'm just talking from data engineering perspective. You need to understand the SQL from heart, like Python, what Python is, you know, how the language works, what the basic data structures. Even in SQL, they will ask you a like very basic, basic things. The problem is nowadays, uh, people skip basics and they just try to, you know, uh, join two, three things and build a nice application and things like that. Which is which is amazing, but in interview they wanted to understand how much do you know about the basics of that language. So that is that is very important. Uh, the second uh, answer to your question uh, regarding uh, what they expect, it's that uh, whenever they ask you a question, you should be able to explain in a very clear manner. Again, this goes down to simplicity. Uh, for example, you ask me a question, technical question, and you ask me, can okay, Nitin write the code for this? And I'm writing the code. Uh, before writing it, I should just take a pause and explain them that what what am, what am I thinking right now? You know, what's my approach is? Whenever you like hear any problem, you start thinking about, you know, solving it. But don't just start, you know, coding it. Think about it. Uh, ask lot of question to the interviewer if they ask you any question ask cross question this is what you mean and if they said yes go ahead then explain them the approach and then after after that you start coding it so you just need to explain your thought process rather than just you know showing giving them the code that they ask for so the, the this is the the opposite of the indian education system which yes. which is all around just memorizing and spitting okay got it lovely yeah Fantastic. And and how did you go about preparing for your interview? Did you did you get an interview coach? Did you just memorize? I mean, not memorize. Did you just go through different questions? What was your preparation process? Because I'm assuming you mentioned early on that it was like a dream come true when Facebook responded, right? So 
I'm assuming you really wanted the job as well, and and who wouldn't for that matter? But mm-hmm. what was your preparation process like before the interview? So I solved a lot of questions. You know, there are a lot of questions available on internet. So it was not something that I did any specific course for that. It's just that uh, there are like a lot of websites available, uh, like Lead Code, Hacker Rank, and there are a lot of questions as well. So just keep solving it. And uh, initially, when you solve any question, it would take some time, right? And I've maybe like I remember there was some SQL question which took me around like two days. Like I was spending four hours each, and I was for each day, and I did not understand. But still, I was like trying to solve it because. Uh, that practice of solving that that is very important you know it's not about like doing those questions but it's about thinking you know so you need to uh, practice how to think about the problem rather than just solving it and uh, yeah if you're stuck just go with you know some go back to the textbook and see what what is what would be the best way to solve it what it exactly mean and uh, you know things like that so yeah, I would say solve a lot of questions. Uh, have have that practice of like thinking about about the problem rather than just completing it. So if somebody is starting new, I would say don't just say I, I'm going to do like ten questions per day every single day. That's it. No, don't do that. Start with one question, even if it takes three or four days. That's completely fine. But spend time in uh, you know thinking about that problem. Oh, the questions can also take three to four days to solve. Like they are that intense questions. So that's for me. For general public, I mean, it would just take a day or two because I was, you know, just changing my journey uh, from, uh, you know, Bank of America to Facebook. So at that time, uh, I was not a like very good coder or anything like that. So I had to work a lot. Like. There are like smart people who can just, you know, solve things like that. But for people like me, uh, I think uh, who are not like very smart. So they need to like work hard on on those questions. And initially it would take time. Uh, but I was like, I would just keep going because like my mentor always says, just just keep going on whatever you are doing it. And then how, then after some time, I was able to solve those kind of questions pretty early because I was in, a, I was, you know, practicing those kind of questions. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure who will be the audience, but yeah, I mean, if they think that they are not very good at it or, you know, they can't crack Facebook or, or companies like that, it's, it's not true. Uh, I mean, they, they can just, you know, take some time and it's, it's just the persistence. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. What would you, so you're obviously growing in your career every day, right? So now that you're reaching different, different heights and different, different positions coming the entire way that you have already, what, how would you, and of course you can be approximate over here, but if you had to split, how much would you, how much percentage would you add to hard skills, which is the technical skills that you have? And how much would you attribute to the soft skills, which is things like simplicity, listening, observation, so on and so forth, right? People skills and everything. So uh-huh. to the success that you've had so far, how much would you attribute it to hard skills and how much would you attribute it to soft skills? Like would it be a 40-60 split, a 60-40 split, 50-50, 90-10? What, what would your thoughts be? Approximately. Uh, 
I'd say soft skills are very important. Uh, again, you cannot do anything with just one skills. So I would say like at least, uh, I would say 60% like communication skills, like soft skills, and 40% more on, on the hard skills. Uh, Facebook has like a lot of tools and things like that. So you can learn hard skills, but for soft skills, you know, it's, it's not something which is like readily available. You know, it's very difficult to learn soft skills. So, uh, yeah, uh, soft skills actually plays a vital role. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah? Fantastic. I want to uh, like, ask you a little bit about culture as well. So not necessarily about Facebook, but about any of the companies that you work with or in general, in terms of your observations and learnings. What do you think makes a good company culture? Uh, I think it, it's all about the people you're working with. That That makes the whole difference. Uh, people in, in Facebook are like very smart. Uh, my teammates are uh, like, they are very intelligent, very smart in doing things. And I learned a lot from them. Uh, like even today, uh, even if there is a, like a new joinee who, uh, who are like fresh out of college, I've learned a lot from them as well because like they're like super smart. So it, it's it's all about people and how much they're willing to you help you out. Not just technically, but you know, just like, talking about the things and problems in general so it's it's not about okay i'm having some issue and i can i'm going to ask someone it's more about uh like you know uh maybe i'm not uh thinking about this problem correctly or maybe i'm taking too much time and maybe i'm overthinking and things like that so you just talk to them and you know it, it helps you to understand a lot of things so that i think that is very important for for the company's culture for it. Fantastic. Fantastic. People is the most important thing. Correct. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. And my final question to you is what is your plan now? So where, where do you, what vision do you have for yourself in terms of your professional growth? Do you want to continue growing in the corporate space? Do you want to maybe think of starting something of your own someday? Do you want to get into a, a more social service oriented space? Do you want to follow some passion that you have since your childhood? I don't know. What is your plan? I mean, of course, it could change, but where, where are your thoughts at right now? What what, what can we yeah, do? So, so right, uh, yeah, I, I understand. So right now, I'm like, uh, I'm enjoying the work that I'm doing, you know, a lot. So right now, I'm not thinking about anything else. Uh, there was a time when, you know, I, was, I wanted to like start something on my own and things like that. But in the US and due to visa restraint, uh, constraint, it's not possible. And moreover, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the work that I'm doing with Facebook. So I just wanted to, you know, spend like some more time. Uh, I'm still learning a lot. So maybe like after two to three years, if I feel that I'm, you know, I'm I'm done, I've learned a lot and I just wanted to do something new, then I might decide. But yeah, right now I'm like pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I would love to end on that particular note itself on what your future plans are. Nitin, pleasure speaking to you as always. Known you for a quite a few while, quite a few months now. So always interesting getting your insights and tidbits into how other people can improve their professional communications. Okay. Whoever's hearing this, I hope that if you are looking to get into tech or IT, you've got some valuable nuggets that you can't find in a textbook. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I hope you can utilize that to improve your overall career as well. That's it. Thank you for hearing the Fanity Speaking Podcast. Nikhil, Nitin, thank you so much for coming over and that's it. Thanks.